Hi, good morning. Um, my name is Mike, and I'm one of the leaders of uh, Happiest Valley House Church. Um, can we just start by praying real quick? Uh, Father, we thank you so much for this day, God. We thank you for, um, yeah, just this time of the year that we can join together with other churches in Hong Kong, uh, just uniting in a study of your word, um, uniting in prayer, uh, just just being one as one body of Christ, Lord. And so we just seek you today. I pray, God, that you would speak through me. Holy Spirit, would you come in this place? And I just pray that you would touch the hearts of everyone listening here, online, um, you know, even on a recording, Lord. And so I just, God, would you come and, and would you bless us with your presence, Lord, and your, and your word and your truth, Lord. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, so welcome to day two of Lent. Um, I'll be reading from Luke chapter 1, verses 39 to 80. Um, I'll read directly from the, the One app, so if you want to follow along with me. Uh, starting at verse 39, In those days Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed, for he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her home. Now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son. And her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. And on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, And they would have called him Zechariah after his father, but his mother answered, No, he shall be called John. And they said to her, None of your relatives is called by this name. And they made signs to his father, inquiring what he wanted him to be called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they all wondered. And immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, and he spoke, blessing God. And fear came on all their neighbors, and all these things were talked about through all the hill country of Judea. And all who heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, What then will this child be? For the hand of the Lord was with him. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and has raised up a a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate, uh, hate us to show the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, 
The oath that he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the wilderness until the day of his public appearance to Israel. Um, so quite a lot there. So let, let me just recap uh, real quick. So sometime after um, Mary gets a visitation from the angel Gabriel, she goes, Mary, who was actually a virgin, but was now pregnant with Jesus, goes to visit her cousin Elizabeth, who was actually barren, but was now pres- pregnant with Uh, John the Baptist. And as soon as Elizabeth hears Mary's voice, again, it's her cousin, the the text says the baby in her womb leaps, right? And Mary, or Elizabeth, instantly breaks out in praise. And she recognizes Mary as the mother of the Lord. Then we get Mary, who breaks out, in like this amazing freestyle praise song that just comes to her, right, from the Holy Spirit. Then sometime after that, Elizabeth gives birth to John. And all of a sudden, Zechariah, her husband, right, who was basically mute for the last nine months, couldn't speak. All of a sudden, his mouth opens. And he immediately breaks out in praise and prophecy, right? He prophesies the impending Savior, the Messiah, and he also prophesies over his son, John, who will prepare the way. Now, uh, you know, being a Christian for some time, we've read this, maybe we've heard this many times, and so we may be numb to it, but just upon actually reading and thinking about this, (laughs) this is not normal, right? How many impossibilities do you see in this, in this such a short period of time, in one passage, right? You have two women who are not supposed to be pregnant, and they're, women, they're pregnant. You have at least two uh, angelic visitations. This is all within the same family, by the way. And you have a guy who goes from normal to being mute, and then he can speak, right? And the first thing he says is, is prophecies. So this is crazy. This is crazy stuff that's happening in a very short span of time within one family, right? And also, if you notice, this wasn't like a private ordeal. Um, This was known by the people around them. In fact, the scripture says uh, Elizabeth's neighbors and relatives rejoiced with her because they knew her story. They knew her background. They knew how, how much of a miracle this was. And then when Zechariah spoke... It says the neighbors were afraid, right? They saw what happened. They saw how God was working. And so really the stage was set. And and we'll see in in, the coming chapters how 
what Zechariah prophesied, especially about John, comes to be true, right? He prepares the way. So my question when I read this is, why did so many Jews at that time fail to recognize Jesus as Messiah? It seems like, like I said, the stage was really set. Now, if you know something about um, biblical history, it's said that before this time, prior to this time, there were about 400 years of silence where uh, the Jews did not get any new revelation from God. And then all of a sudden, all this stuff happens. So it seems like, again, the door is opening and the, the, the Messiah is prophesied. So why do they miss it? Obviously, we have the benefit today of being able to look back in the text, um, read history, you know, learn about all the stories and the saints. Uh, and we can say, yeah, Jesus was a savior. Jesus was a Messiah. Why did they miss it? But what I want to ask is, are you sure we're not prone to the same mistakes? And, and, hear, and hear me out. I'm not, I'm not calling into question your or my salvation. You know, I believe that you know, we've confessed and professed Jesus as Lord and Savior. We've repented. We're, we're saved. But there are certain similar characteristics, certain similar mistakes that we tend to make. And, and let me walk you through this. I think uh, uh, you know, a good way to, to look at this is through the context of, of history. So at this time, you know, when this story is taking place, um, it's the time of the Roman Empire, right? The Jews are actually ruled by the Romans and they have to adhere to Roman law. But this is not new to them because for the past several hundred years, right, the Jews have actually not been free. You start with the Babylonian exile, right, where, where Babylon ruled. Uh, the Israelites, and you had also Assyrian uh, rule. You had Persian rule at one point, all the way through now to, to the Roman Empire. So essentially the Jews have been in captivity for a very long time. Right? They've gone through bouts of persecution, slavery, um, you know, just all kinds of captivity and oppression that anyone would be upset about and anyone would want freedom from. Now, at this particular time, it said that it wasn't so bad, as in the Jews had religious freedom. They were given the ability and the freedom to worship as they pleased. But there was still an adherence to a foreign law that kept them in captivity. You know, for example, actually one of the things that apparently the, um, you know, the Jews were not too happy about was that there was a tax, a Roman tax, right? And we, we read about this in, in, in the New Testament later, but there was a Roman tax that had to be given to Caesar. And actually, a lot of the, the Romans considered Caesar to be a god. And so for a Jew to give money to a foreign god was, uh, was a huge sin, right? And so that, that in itself 
was something that they felt like they were forced to do, and it was an was a act of oppression. And so clearly, hundreds of years of history, if you're a Jew, you're looking for freedom, right? And we also know throughout all the texts of the Old Testament, which was studied very closely by the Jews of the time, that for many, many years, there was talk about a Savior, right? There was talk about a Messiah. So this concept of a Savior and a Messiah was not new. It's something that the Jews learned, they studied, they worshipped, and they looked forward to, right? They prayed for it. I mean, even the King David, right? He was told by the prophet Nathan that a descendant of his would have a, an eternal throne, right? A throne that lasts forever. All throughout the prophets of Isaiah, Jeremiah, etc., etc., we get a lot of prophecies about a savior. And so again, this, this concept of a savior is not new. In fact, the Jews are actually looking for it. They're waiting, eagerly waiting. Like, please come now, right? So again, why do they miss it? So this, this problem, right, if you're a Jew at the time, the predominant problem, the primary problem of the day was this oppression, was this lack of freedom. And from their text, from their faith and religion, one day a Savior was going to come. So you put two and two together. Let's put ourselves in, in their shoes, right? This is a major problem. It causes stress. You know, my every day is impacted because I don't have freedom, right? I'm ruled by someone else. But my religion, my culture has told me for hundreds of years that there will be a savior. So I'm looking for one. I'm pleading for one. Now, what do you think they thought their savior would look like? And so, again, I want to go back to the days of King David when, when at, because King David's time was a glorious time for Israel, right? It was a massive, glorious kingdom. They were respected. King David's armies could not be defeated. Everywhere he went, he prospered, took and conquered lands. Solomon, right, the wisest, wealthiest man the world has ever seen. Prosperity, right? No competition. That's what they had in their past. That's what they had in their history. And then they go through a time of oppression and being conquered and being captive. So I think in their minds, right, their return to glory was a return to the days of King David. And what was, and what was King David? He was a warrior, Right? He was a general. He led his armies. He conquered in battle. And so it was not unreasonable for the Jews to think that eventually their Savior would come and their Savior would resemble someone like David, a warrior, a general, a conquering army, a militant guy, someone strong, someone charismatic to, to pull people, right, to follow him. And so, 
that's what they had in mind. And actually, if you read history, there were moments where different human figures came into the scene, supposedly, you know, battled the, the, the ruling party at the time and temporarily freed the Jews. And therefore, these people in history at one point were, were thought to be the Messiah, but they weren't. They didn't turn out to be. And so we get this picture of actually what the Jews expected, right? They expected, again, a warrior, a leader, a king to overthrow whatever the, the ruling empire was at the time and bring Israel and bring the Jews back to a place of worldly glory. And, and, and you can imagine if that's your expectation, Jesus comes in his humility and of course, he's doing amazing things. And so, I mean, you know, there are actually a lot of people who do think he's the Messiah. But instead of overthrowing Rome, when he goes to the cross, now you get a bunch of people say, oh, I guess he's not our guy. Right? That's not the guy. He's not overthrowing Rome. In fact, he's being defeated by Rome. And so they missed it. Now, how does this come to what I was talking about of, you know, we have the benefit of looking in the past, right? But, you know, you and I, we go through life, we come across problems, right? You know, varying degrees, small, large, very stressful, you know, minorly. But, but we have problems. You know, we go through challenging seasons. Uh, for me right now, you know, it's related, related to work. And, you know, just to give you a little bit of, of background or context, you know, I have a very demanding boss, very difficult to deal with. Um, I'm losing motivation, right? The work itself is just not fun anymore. So this, this becomes stress. It becomes a stressful situation, right? You know, sometimes one day I'll pray, oh God, yeah, I know this is difficult, but I know you're, you've put me here for a reason, so I won't leave until you tell me to. And, you know, it's like a, it's like a very faithful-sounding prayer. And like five minutes later, I'll be like, God, get me out of here right now. <laughs> I can't do this anymore, right? I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure you guys have been there, right? It's not, it's not something that's just specific to one person or one season. This happens. There's cycles. But for me, you know, I, when I have a problem, and I'm sure all of you as well, when you have a major problem, you try to solve it. You try to find a solution. And so recently for me, what I've been doing is I've been listening to, you know, a lot of sermons, of course, talking to people, but just listening to a lot of sermons really looking for a solution in that word. And, you know, on the surface, that sounds great, right? But, you know, I'll, I'll go to, from sermon to sermon, I'll be like, okay, this doesn't really speak to me. All right, this doesn't really speak to me. Oh, no, this doesn't really, you know, speak to my, salu- my, my, my situation. And, and do you, you know, do you ever come to a point where, I mean, you go to a church service, um, and, and you, you can tell the speaker is great. Uh, it's, it's, people are really engaging. People are really relating to the message, but you're like, ah, I'm not really relating. 
And so when you talk to people around you, they're like, wow, that was such a good message, man. I, I'm, I'm so like touched. But you're sitting there like, oh, I mean, you, you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, it was really good. But inside you're like, ah, they didn't really speak to me. I didn't really come away with anything. And so that's kind of been my state, you know, recently. And even, and even this text, right, that I came to that I have to prepare for EMP, I'm reading it with the hope and the expectation, God, please speak to me, right? And I read it, and I read Mary's praise, and I read what happens, these miracles, and I read Zechariah's prophecy, and I'm like, I got nothing. It's not speaking to me. God, is not, you're not speaking to my situation, right? Where is the solution? So I have this problem, and in my mind, right, in my mind, the solution is a new job. That's, that's, that's what I've pictured. It's like, God, get me out of here. Give me a new job. Give me a new opportunity. I've already set that expectation in my mind. So I go from message to message, and that's not coming. You know, you're not going to sit in a sermon, and then suddenly one, one day the guy's preacher's going to be like, hey, you, I think your name's Mike. I got a job for you, right? I mean, okay, maybe that could happen, but it, it's pretty rare. So I'm reading this text, and I'm like, God's not speaking to me. It's not speaking to my situation. And this is how the Holy Spirit speaks. He's like, you're missing it. You're missing it. I was like, huh? Well, what am I missing? You're missing it. And it says, read Mary's praise. And I'm reading the praise, and I'm like, yeah, it sounds great. It's amazing. How did she come up with that on the fly? That's, that's incredible, right? Sure, but how does that speak to me? How does that speak to my situation? And again, he's like, you're missing it. I was like, what? And then he says, and this is what I feel like the Holy Spirit says, like, I'm the solution. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, all, you know, all, the answer is always Jesus, right? We all, we know that, but it's like, no, no, but the, how is that solution to my problem? It's like, no, 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 stop. I'm the solution. So that's what I, that's what I pondered about and I prayed about, and then it kind of, weaved me through this historical context which I just explained to you about how the Jews were looking for a savior they had an expectation of a warrior and a human king and then when Jesus came and went to the cross it completely did not meet their expectation right and they missed it and me too in this moment I was missing it right and you know just going back to to Mary's praise I don't know about you but there's sometimes when I you know come into church or sometimes we turn on worship music i look around and i i know like oh man those people over there they're really feeling the worship right you can tell like there's some people who are just really feeling it and some people are consistently just really feeling the worship and sometimes for me i come in i listen to the music i'm like yeah i know these words are really powerful and these words are true but i'm not feeling it and and that's what happened right when i was reading mary's praise i wasn't feeling it and to me, now, having processed this, prayed through it, I felt like the Holy Spirit was causing me to check my heart, right? Who is my Savior? And again, I, 
Don't get me wrong, I'm not calling into question anyone's salvation. But when there's a, a problem in your life that's consuming you, right? a problem that is controlling your mood, your temper, how you feel, the joy you feel, what is the Savior that you're looking for? Right? And I'll be honest, I think in this moment, in this time, in this season, I misplaced my Savior. All of a sudden, salvation for my life, freedom, was about getting out of this job, getting out of this situation into a new one. But all along, we should know because we have read all of this and we have already professed it, that Jesus is the one and only Savior, right? There's a reason why we say all the time, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And I'm not saying that all of a sudden, because of this revelation, my you know, mood and everything is completely different and I'm completely free today. No, I mean, it's a process, right? We're walking through it. But it's something to, to think about of how some of the same mistakes of the past, even with the benefit of having the whole context of history in the Bible, we're prone to making the same ones. And so I don't know, you know what you guys are going through today. Maybe you do have a problem. Maybe you don't. You know, but if you do, I just want to ask you to check your heart, right? And, uh, and, and maybe we can also move into a time of worship. But in this time, w- would you check your heart with me, right? Is your Savior what gets you out of that situation? Or is your Savior really Jesus? And I, and, I, and I truly believe that if we come to a place where we recalibrate and we recenter on Jesus being our Savior, then we can also break out in praise like Mary does. We would feel that worship, right? And so, yeah, why don't we just spend some time reflecting, checking our hearts, and asking the Holy Spirit to speak to us. Just to bring something that's so worth that will bless your heart. I bring you more than a song for the song in itself. It's not what you have.
search runs deeper within Through the way things appeared You look into my heart I'm coming back to the hearts of worship And it's all about you All about you, Jesus I'm so for the thing I made it When it's all about you all about you, Jesus. Can I find this word? No one could express how much you deserve. Though I'm weak and poor, all I have is yours. Every single breath. I praise you more than a song For the song in itself Is not what you have required You search much deeper within Through the way things appear You look it into my heart Coming back to the hearts of worship And it's all about you All about you, Jesus I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I made it When it's all about you All about you, Jesus I'm coming back to the hearts of worship and it's all about you, all about you, Jesus. I'm so for the thing I made it. When it's all about you, all about you, read the intercessory prayer for today from the the one app dear heavenly father we pray for those you have put in authority over us whether in government the workplace or in our families we pray for wisdom and justice to prevail over all those who may make decisions on our behalf help us as we seek to serve with godly leadership give us servant hearts remembering above all that you are our ultimate master and lord As your church, we specifically lift up our church leaders, pastors, and elders. We thank you for each one. We pray for them and their families. Protect them from the ways of this world. Give them a godly discernment and a spiritual ability to lead in a way that will bring you great glory. And please show us how we can follow in a way that reflects your nature, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, And now let's move into a time of uh, praying for our community. Let's pray for those who are uh, suffering from cancer. Um, let's pray for healing and uh, strength upon them.
Next, let's let's pray for those who uh, need healing, but also need uh, salvation. Let's pray for all those uh, with non-cancer-related illnesses or, or injuries. Let's lift them up. for those who are um, looking for employment or jobs right now. Um, Let's pray for God to provide doors of opportunity. on to missions. Uh, let's pray for uh, SP Singapore, P. Sam Kim, and um, P. Salamat and Spin, uh, as well as P. Ernie and uh, Spill. lift up our prayer and healing ministries um, intercessory prayer the well river let's pray for uh, 
all the leaders as well as the volunteers and, and you know, all those who come for healing. also pray for our local outreach ministries uh, Igape, Homies, Bridge and, and Recreation. Let's pray for the leaders and the volunteers as well and that God would really use them powerfully. SP 2.0. Uh, let's pray for the future building and resources, benefactor as well as the vision fund. Let's also lift up all the pregnancies um, within our SP community, uh, the mothers and the children, uh, the unborn babies and the families. for all the house churches that are meeting tonight Blue Pool, First Street, McRobinson New Conduit, Olympic, Robin Hood Ventress and Westville let's pray that uh, God's presence would be with each one of them tonight
Lord, we uh, we just come before you. We thank you for your word this morning. Um, we just seek you today, Lord God. Uh, and I, I just want to pray for you know all my brothers and sisters here, maybe listening, who may also be going through some kind of situation, some kind of challenge. And Lord, I, I do. I pray for healing. I pray for provision. I pray for you know whatever it is to come through to to get them through. Lord, I pray for strength. But more than anything, Lord, I just pray that we would be able to recognize today that you are our Savior, God. Not that temporary solution, Lord, but you, eternal, are our Savior, Lord. And I, and I pray, God, that all of us, Lord, we could walk in that freedom today, God. That we would not be held captive by our situations or our circumstances, but we are already free because you came and you died. You rose again, Lord. You've already freed us. So let us walk in that freedom today, God. Lord, being a Christian doesn't mean that we don't have the same problems as, as everyone else, Lord. But it does mean that we're different in how we respond and how we walk. And I just pray that we can really feel that and we can walk that way today. And I pray, God, that in our hearts, we would worship you like Mary did. So, Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would come. Would you speak to us? Would you fill our hearts today, God? And whatever challenges we're going through, they might not, may not get any easier. But I pray, God, that we would still be free because you have saved us, Lord. And so we just proclaim... And we confess, God, that Jesus, you are our true Savior. You are the Messiah, God. You are the way, the truth, and the life. And we want to press into that. We want to walk in that today, God. So we just thank you, Lord. And I just pray for your power to fall in this place upon every single person here. That we would go out and walk in your spirit. Thank you, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.